0: Welcome to the
1: Bullet Dodge Records Radio Show. Hi everyone, Gareth Whitehead here and welcome to another Bullet Dodge Records Radio Show. This week we have an interview with DJ and producer Dan Curtin. Dan's also provided us with an excellent one-hour mix plus there's some new music for you to check out. Starting up this week... Folks, we have a track called "Outside." The artist is Natural Marco. This is out on Madhouse Records. That was Nacho Marco with his track Outside, and that's going out on Madhouse Records.
0: You've been listening to the Bullet Dodge Records radio show.
1: This next track is an audio jack rework of the legendary Plastic Dreams. It's a 20-year tribute, and this is going out on Gruv. Which Audio Jack's new edit of legendary track Plastic Dreams, originally on r um, This is a 20-year tribute, and this is going out on Grove. You've been
0: listening to the Bullet Dodge Records radio show.
1: Next, we have a track called The Answer Is," The artist is Alexander Robotnik, and this is going on Hot Elephant Music. The answer is by Alexander Robotnik And that's going out on Hot Elephant Music
0: You've been listening to the Bullet Dodge Records radio show For more information on the show and the label Check out our website at www.bulletdodgerecords.com
1: This next track is a track called Tough by Hoshina Anniversary This is going out on Boys Noise track called Tough by Hoshina Anniversary and that's going out on Boys Noise
0: You've been listening to the Bullet Dodge Records radio show
1: This next track is a track called Desire The Artist of Siga and this is going out on Blueprint. That's called Desire and this the artist is Sega and that's going out on Blueprint.
0: You've been listening to the Bullet Dodge Records radio show. show, 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 show,
1: show. Next we have the Ben Long and Oliver We remix of Mark Broom's Frontline. This is going out on Beardman. was Mark, Room, Mark Groom there with his track Frontline. That that version there you were listening to was the Ben Long and Oliver Way remix, and that's out on Beardman. You've been listening
0: to the Bullet Dodge Records radio show.
1: Okay, this week, folks, I'm joined by DJ and producer uh, Dan Curtin. Hi, Dan, how you doing? Good, how's it going? Yeah, not bad, thanks, man. Not all right. bad. all right. Uh, Dan, I'm just gonna start off with um just telling us a little bit about um the, your kind of early days in production. Um and obviously you you originate from Cleveland, Ohio. And uh That's can right. you tell us just a little bit about that? I mean do you, you I mean you're always regarded as uh, kinda fo- founding the scene over in uh, over in that uh park. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: Yeah, it was just um I didn't really found the scene, but I was—I think I was the first person to kind of like break out. You know, the first yeah. person to have records on international labels, the first one to have records on some Detroit labels and things like that. There were like a little few things going on here and there, but nobody really, um, you know, nobody really took it really seriously. So I was the first person to really be so into it that I kind of like made it my life, you know. And uh, I, that's how I got out of Cleveland, basically. Cool. I mean, that's how I got my sound—my sound out of Cleveland. Cool. I was happy to stay in Cleveland. <laughs>
1: and uh yeah because you I mean you released on was it thir- 33 rpm is that records right that, yeah that, that that was uh one of your first releases am i right
2: yeah i think it's the first one and i it came out recently again actually it's out right now actually as, as a repress
1: right cool. Okay, cool um
2: it's on a label called detroit dancer out of barcelona and it's called dirt from the sunny EP. so that was the first thing i ever did and then got a repress like i think it came out last month
1: Cool. And uh, did you find um um back then? Did you get quite a kinda, a lot of international recognition off the back of that? Did you did you tour quite extensively, or, or did it take a little while before things really kind of kicked off, say over in Europe?
2: It didn't take that long to be honest. I think there was I think that was already a time where there was a lot of enthusiasm, especially for Detroit sounds
1: mm-hmm.
2: and Chicago sounds. And um, I mean, basically, after one or two records, it just kind of like blew up you know like really really fast and i had no idea that that was even possible or that was going to happen but as i say a lot of it goes um the help i got from carl craig because he kind of like distributed the first release on my label Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and so like with his weight behind it his weight behind it i was able to get my first release out to all the distributors and everything because he kind of like helped me get in touch with all, all those distributors so and um so that, you know, that that gave my label kind of some instant instant respectability, and people kind of paid attention to it a little bit more. So that was really a big help. But then, like I said, after those couple records came out, it just um, started getting requests and you know for, for bookings and for recording requests and things like that from you know internationally.
1: And would you say um, was it obviously the sounds of Detroit and Chicago um, at that time that influenced you, um, or was was what was coming out of Europe at the time a, a big inspiration as well, or? Or predominantly kind of, uh, north America
2: yeah, so it was definitely an influence from Detroit and Chicago, but also from from the uk not so much from Europe well you know I was kind of into that Belgian new beat sound a little bit and um yeah like you know the uk acid was definitely a big influence and all that stuff came together cool. but I was more- inter- uh, what, what influenced me from 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 Europe the most was more you know, more than the sound it was the scene right yeah and uh, the scene, the scene was already super huge it was it was there was basically no scene in the US at that time or a very very small scene as far as parties and clubs and it was already huge everywhere else you know and um, that that was that, that was really inspirational
1: yeah i'm right in saying though you did start or um or you were involved in a lot of the, connect, the the early cleveland party scene though were you not
2: i mean yeah, so parties was were the first things i did and in fact, the fact that the the name Metamorphic from my label was the first party I ever did. We called it Metamorphic, and that's right. why I just took cool. that for the name for my label.
1: Cool, cool. And how long did you run those parties for? I kept doing them.
2: I mean, I was doing parties, and then I started doing clubs up until I moved over to Berlin. I moved to Berlin in 2003, so I had been doing, you know, I did them for a good 10 years at least.
1: Cool, man and what was it that then brought you to to Berlin was it the, the, the uh, I guess it's like a mecca for creativity at the moment or certainly within within uh, house and techno was it the the scene over here was it to be um, close to I guess other European shows or what what, what brought you over to Germany actually it's nothing it had
2: nothing to do with music whatsoever I just wanted we came over here because my wife wanted to um, go to university. And oh, she looked at different universities. We looked at you know, Milan and London and and Berlin, and she just chose Berlin, and that was a good choice for me too, because the scene in Berlin at that 2003 that's like kind of when the scene was, you know, when had exploded already here. So I was like, yeah, sure, Berlin sounds great.
3: <laughs>
2: so it was definitely a bonus for both of us.
1: And do you see yourselves moving back to the US, or you know, are you quite happy based in Berlin? Yeah, no, we're
2: we're, we're happy here, but. Definitely, definitely, definitely a possibility. We've been here for been here for a while now, so uh, yeah, that's all. That's definitely in the cards for the future.
1: Yeah. And do you find you get a lot of um, bookings in Berlin itself, or uh, are you, are you still find you, you travel around Europe.
2: I mean, it's def. I definitely get more bookings that I'm here. Of course, I mean, since I moved here, I probably play. I mean, I don't play like crazy about in Berlin, but I probably play a good ten times a year here, something like that in this in this city. Which are gigs I wouldn't have if I wasn't living here, you know.
1: So, yeah,
2: uh, de- there are definitely good opportunities if you, if you live here.
3: Cool,
1: man. Cool. and can you tell us a little bit about um, what kind of productions you've got coming up?
2: Actually, the see the next things are um, I have a couple of EPs coming out. One's coming out on on Seventh uh, Side. I'm sure you know that label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, um, another one coming out on EPM. And uh, I've got a remix coming out on this label called um, Model Heart from Norway. That's mm-hmm. coming up like really soon. And I think um, oh yeah, and then another uh, release on my label. One more release this year on my label under my profilers of fine funk alias. Cool. And that's about it for the that's about it for the rest of this year. Cool. And those things might even be into 2016. I don't know because there's like such huge delays with the pressing plants these days. Yeah, yeah. So um, they say one thing and ends up being something else.
1: Yeah, sure, man. And what's your kind of uh studio setup at the moment? Um, are you do you use a lot of kinda of outboard and, and gear and, and hardware or are you predominantly in the box?
2: No, no, it's predominantly hardware actually. I was I was doing I mean at the, at the beginning it was always hardware and didn't even use a computer for a while. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then uh then did some stuff in the box for a while and now it's now it's a mix, but I would say the production ends up coming out, you know, eighty percent gear and then the, and the rest is in the box you know I use logic and yeah so it's a healthy mix of both
1: yeah yeah and what kind of what kind of pieces of kit do you use
2: um you know i have um, i have some of the you know the rolling stuff you know like you know juno and yes. tv 303 nice. 303 that kind of stuff and then i have some um custom custom stuff because mm-hmm. there's a in my in my building a building of four floors of all studios and below me there's a workshop and these guys do custom gear and they modify gear so it's directly below my studio it's perfect it's a perfect place to be so i have some like modified devices and some custom made custom made um, drum things and then um yeah like i said then in the box is just basically logic nothing nothing fancy in the box
1: cool, man. and i mean you you obviously you, you mentioned you have a different uh uh aliases. Can you describe just the kind of difference between your different aliases and, and what kind of output each um uh each has?
2: I mean basically as a rough guideline, like the stuff under my own name under Dan Curtin is gonna be techno. And then um like under the My Proverous of Fine Funk alias, I started that as kind of a collaboration type of project. Sometimes I do it myself, sometimes I bring in other people and that's always on the housey side of things. that I didn't use so much like another one called Key of Soul which is strictly like um, Deep House
3: mm-hmm.
2: and um, yeah and then like Apogee is another one that's that's more on kind of technical sort of thing uh, yeah there, are, there, have been, there have been others but those are the main ones that I kind of use okay
1: that's great um, could you just tell our listeners um, Dan if, if they wanted to find out a little bit more about you where they can um, is there websites or, or kind of URLs that they can uh, source you on?
2: For sure. Curtin.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my website. Or for my label, Metamorphic Recordings, you can try metrex.com. And then, of course, Facebook slash Dan Curtain. Get me there. Twitter, at Dan Curtain. That's
1: great, man. Well, thanks very much, Dan, for coming and having a chat with us.
2: Cool. Thanks for, thanks for calling. No problem.
1: Okay, man, that's brilliant. You've been listening to the
0: Bullet Dodge Records radio show. For more information on the show and the label, check out our website at www.bulletdodgerecords.com
1: And that was Dan Curtin chatting to his ear. Following on the Dan Curtin tip, we're going to provide you with a very sneak preview of a a new up-and-coming track of his. The track's called, the Gala, the track's from, sorry, the Galagies merging EP on EPM, check this out. Track there was tracked by Dan Curtin. Uh, it's his next release on EPM and that's taken from the Galaxy's merging EP.
0: You've been listening to the Bullet Dodge Records radio show.
1: We're gonna leave you now for the next hour in Dan's very very capable hands. He provided with a stellar mix for you. Check this out.
0: Radio shows. Bullet Dodge Records Radio Show. <laughs> Check out our website at www.bulletdodgerecords.com. It's right
1: And that was Dan Curtin in the mix here. And that's all this week, folks. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Look forward to speaking to you all soon.
0: You've been listening to the Bullet Dodge Records radio show. For more information on the show and the label, check out our website at www.bulletdodgerecords.com.